To earn five Oscar nominations for any film is an extraordinary achievement, but for a solo directorial debut, it's almost unheard of. The 2017 coming-of-age film Lady Bird would do just that. Written and directed by Greta Gerwig, Lady Bird would receive critical acclaim for its work behind and in front of the camera. The soundtrack feels like a hidden gem, but when you listen closer, you realise it's just as essential to the story as the front and centre performances. It features an original, thoughtful score by John Bryan and popular songs to give our characters relatability throughout the film. Hello again everyone, and welcome to Listen to the Film, a podcast where we explore a soundtrack's significance to a film and its longevity once the credits on the screen have finished rolling. My name is Chamilla, and let's listen to Ladybird. The film centres on the woes of adolescence for our protagonist Christine, played so effortlessly by Saoirse Ronan. Her peaks and troughs of emotions and behaviour will leave her mother Marion, played by Laurie Metcalf, drained and heartbroken. The relationship between these two is the heart of the film. They convey all the heaviness and lightness of a mother-daughter relationship. The score is intelligently composed by John Bryan. He would bring two sides to each piece, a Californian positivity and warmth, contrasted with a more blue, melancholic fall. It's such meaningful composition that elevates an already complete film. The film opens with the mother and daughter making their way back home from a college tour. Starting with what seemingly is a good relationship between Marion and Christine, then quickly deconstructs into animosity and yelling. As Marion refuses to use her daughter's pseudonym, Ladybird, and chastises her academic prowess, Christine exits the car, while it's still moving. Her arm in a cast with a savoury message for her mother, we hear a suitably rebellious piece from John Bryan. In school, Ladybird, like most teenagers, is at an identity crossroad, caught between the life she has and doesn't want with the life she doesn't have but desperately wants. House, family, neighbourhood, appearance are all high on the list of rapid trades she would make if she could. Almost in a snapback to reality, we see Marion finishing work as a nurse and driving through streets of Sacramento. The track, This Eve of Parting, gives a soft warmth for the hard-working mother. It's hard to think this eve of parting turns to sand of summer gone When both our minds are warped with parting Her relationship with her father is far less volatile 
and more good cop than anything else. As she naively discusses her plans to go to an expensive college away from home, her father tries to hide his financial concerns and accommodate Ladybird. The Alanis Morissette anthem, Hand in My Pocket, continues her callow, carefree spirit. I'm sane, but I'm overwhelmed. I'm lost, but I'm hopeful, baby. And what it all comes down to is that every man's gotta be fine, fine, fine. Cause I've got one hand in my pocket, and the other one is giving a high five. Ladybird and her best friend Julie float through classes throwing judgment and flouting rules. They do find a drama program which piques their wavering interest and decide to take part. Within the program, she meets Danny, a shy boy from a well-to-do family. As they court each other in shopping aisles and after school, they share a kiss after the school dance. The score here is warm with strumming guitars and it matches the orange glow in the scene. The budding relationship continues, and with stargazing in a rose garden, they share words of love. The dichotomy of good times and bad times is also pushed deliberately to the John Bryan score. An ascending scale of optimism is then met with a descending scale of pessimism. So calculated is this musical pendulum, the viewer feels torn between emotions. The score in the rose garden still feels positive but also held back. Is this meant to lead the audience into questioning this young love? relationship between mother and daughter is normal yet completely strange. Perhaps it depends on the age of the viewer. Christine and Marion shift effortlessly from loving daughter and helicopter parent to ungrateful child and providing guardian. The film is so adept at stoking these emotions within us, showing us two perspectives and allowing us to side with one and the other equally. As Danny takes Ladybird to Thanksgiving on his side of the tracks, the score takes a more sympathetic role as we see Ladybird feel more at home here than at home. celebrating their theatre production, Ladybird finds out Danny is actually gay. Heartbroken, her and Julie lay into a car 
listening to Crash Into Me by the Dave Matthews Band. The song here symbolizing her first love lost. With her distant college application sent and the new year rung in, Ladybird begins work at a cafe where she meets grungy teen Kyle. This change in year and love interest will also bring out a change in behaviour, leaning inwards to the popular kids group and taking a step away from her best friend Julie, Ladybird desperately wants to be perceived as cool. Pretending to be wealthy and more callous than usual, she does fit in for a while, so much so that she acts out enough to get suspended. This leads to a conversation of consequences between mother and daughter. Every parent and child has had difficult and brutal conversations like this, the film appealing to that sense. As Ladybird by herself opens college letters, the aptly named track, Maybe, can be heard with whimsical tension as she finds out she is on the waitlist. Looking forward to prom, Christine is again heartbroken by another boy. The film reprises the track Crash Into Me, almost a narrative anthem here for unrequited love. Apologizing to Julie, they both take each other to prom. Now their favorite song continues as the narrative changes. It's not an anthem for lost love anymore, but remaining friendships. Not telling her mother she's on the waitlist for a faraway college has thrown their relationship into disrepair. As Ladybird pleads for her to say something, acknowledging the hurt, anything, she remains silent. Is this where responsibility of a child meets the responsibility of an adult? Is it too late? For her 18th birthday, Ladybird celebrates in style with smokes, a lottery ticket, and a playgirl. The real present, though, arrives in the mail, an acceptance letter to her college of choice. The John Hartford track, This Eve of Parting, is once again the bittersweet folk accompaniment. (laughs) 
It's hard to think This eve of parting Turns to sand Of summer gone As her father refinances the home and her mother struggles to write a parting letter, we feel hurt for the parents, losing a daughter that so desperately wants to leave. This track is such a fitting choice with its lyrics of loneliness and callback to the beginning of the film. Flash cries out, don't move, don't leave me. Conscience runs till out of breath. Sunrise pregnant. With your leaving, creeping in like certain death. The pattern of the bird of love that's wheeling. After a drunken night in New York, Ladybird walks into a church to hear a beautiful choir singing, and it appeals to her revelatory side. She realizes Sacramento was always home. The one place she was running from is the one place where she feels the most. Through open shots of Sacramento, the track Reconcile brings Ladybird, no, Christine, to that moment of realization. shots of Christine and her mother, she feels now they are more alike than she ever realized. Fluttering piano, almost like a bird, draws the emotional response from the viewer as she finally says, thank you. Ladybird is not just a coming-of-age film. It's about where do you feel home is and who do you feel at home with. The performances by Saoirse Ronan and Laurie Metcalf are so striking and moving. In their time together on screen, they capture the mother-daughter relationship so truthfully. The John Bryan score, along with the contemporary tracks, provide a soundtrack that is not just background, but part of the story and an extension of the narrative. Next time, we'll take a trip to Pandora. Find me on social media by searching for Listen to the Film. My name is Chamila. Thanks for listening. <laughs>